Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. This is a special segment. It's called Awkward AF, and it's all about conversations around learning experiences because some of them, yeah, they're awkward AF. What is up? Welcome to the show. Welcome to Awkward AF. This is a special segment where myself and an awesome guest co-host have just a real and entertaining conversation around our own awkward life experiences. I'm Case Kenny. You know who I am. I'm back again with Alexis round two for Awkward AF. What's up? What's up? I'm a little jet lagged today, but uh, yeah, back and ready to rock and where, roll. Where were you? I was in Rhode Island, my hometown. It was a lot of fun. I was there for maybe 18 hours or so. Got to see my kitty. Got to see my dog. Fun fact, Alexis <laughs> is the only person from Rhode Island that I know. So, it's a very small state. Yeah. There's population too, yeah, so I'm uh, one of two. <laughs> it was a bucket list thing for me, so I appreciate you. Uh, cool. Yeah. So, um, we've got, a, we've got a good show for you. I always say that a good show, a fun show, an exciting show, but we talked about this one beforehand, outlined some things. And I think it's really in line with, uh, honestly, things that I talk a lot about. I've talked a lot about before the fact that I'm really impatient, but I also talk about the fact that you need to be patient. So I'm a bit of a hypocrite, I suppose. But the theme for today is the fact that you need to stop waiting to be who you already are, that you need to stop being so patient, honestly, when it comes to just being the awesome human who you want to be, because you already have a lot of that inside of you. You need to stop waiting. There's not going to be a big moment, a big epiphany. It's going to be built on all these little things. It's going to be built on acting on being honestly a little bit impulsive and just generally uh, impatient. So we're going to talk about that. Um, We've got some good ideas. We've got some awkward stories, some funny stories. (laughs) But I think just across the board, you know, I mean, being impatient has served both of us well. Yes. Absolutely. But when it comes to who you are, I definitely think being impatient is the absolute best route to take because I don't think we should be patient about why we're becoming who we're becoming. Yeah. Yeah. I think like the, the, we were talking about this before, we talk about the law of attraction here and the fact that the, the longer we wait, the more we wait. Essentially, we're just rejecting ourselves. You know, we're slowing the process of, just really coming into our own, showing other people, showing ourselves who we really are. And the more that we do that, the more that we wait, 
I think, the longer it ultimately takes to get to where you want to be. And surrounded by the people that you want to be surrounded by because you attract who you are. So if you're low energy, if if you're unsure, if you're trying to fake things, then you're going to attract the same exact thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the, the you know, patience certainly is a virtue. Patience is, is great in certain things. But when it comes to being the person that you want to be, and I'm talking characteristics like confidence and self-esteem and just vision and passion and purpose, like things that aren't really quantifiable, like success or something that you're creating. You have to be a little bit impatient. And I think a lot of the times we just assume that we need more time or not to be too pessimistic that we have more time. We, we don't really always don't. have time. Really it's a crazy world. <laughs> but we'll, we'll sweep that under the rug because I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. But <laughs> let's talk like we think we need more time. We think that, oh, you know, I, I need a couple more years before I'm comfortable to do this thing or I need more experience under my belt before I can even start thinking about doing this thing or having that conversation. But we don't really know until we try. So Exactly. Exactly. It's like I so, took the words right out of your mouth. There it is. So that's that's <laughs> the theme. Um, I think just like in a nutshell, I want to, Alexis wants to encourage you to have a sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. And in the in the context of just being a dope human being, there's no pressure. There's there's no pressure. There's no judgment there's no finish line Mm -hmm. so just to be more enthusiastic and have that sense of urgency that's what we need and i think within the context of this episode we have a couple stories just ideas here and it's about forcing ourselves to just move in a direction it could be a direction we don't know where it'll lead us but we're we're just moving there and that's the biggest thing it's about being enthusiastic about having that sense of urgency but just being an impatient person and and those patient tendencies also kind of have to do with, I think, making choices. For me, at least, I know that's making a choice towards something. So I'm not as impatient or I'm actually working towards something that I believe in or that's right to me. Um, I I don't know. I've I've heard of this five-second rule before by Mel Robbins. Yeah. So so I like this. And it's funny that you brought up the five-second rule. I've talked on the show before about like the Case Kenny 30-second rule, but mm-hmm. apparently I'm just plagiarizing Mel's five-second rule. I was thinking about or that. Or maybe maybe <laughs> I'm just like a slow learner and 30 <laughs> seconds is like more appropriate to how I act. <laughs> Case is like a little bit slower. He needs 30 seconds and Mel's over here just ripping through stuff in five seconds. Anyway, so let's talk about this. So the five-second rule, kind of similar to what I said with the 30-second rule where my idea was just if you have an idea pop into your head, within 30 seconds of it popping in the head, do something about it. Mel much better resume than myself, much more of an eloquent speaker says, if you have an impulse to act on a goal, you must physically move into action within five seconds, five seconds, or our brain will kill the idea. Mm -hmm. I don't know about the science behind that, but I think that's pretty freaking accurate. I know myself, if I don't act on something fast, it's gone. And not just gone, but like I'm much less likely to push myself to be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And I do a lot of things fast, like impulsively. Uh, it's how I've justified a lot of stupid things. Um, <laughs> but why do you do that? I think that's like digging a yeah. little bit more into it. It's, it's based off emotion. I think that's why five seconds is a lot more effective than 30 seconds because our emotions last. They come and go. It's super quick. And yeah. from there, if you don't act on that emotion, happy, sad, scared, impulsive at the club, whatever it may uh, be, uh, it's just... 100%. I think, yeah, the five-second rule within the context of, of this show about just moving yourself to be awesome is just about if you have something pop into your head, an emotion, an idea, a cheesy pickup line, you should do it. 
Uh, and what I'm referencing there was something that we were talking about earlier. We're talking about, okay, so like, what's an example where you acted impulsively and maybe it was kind of stupid and maybe a little bit awkward, but ultimately it fell in line with this. And I was, I was telling Alexis that, uh, you know, I, I went out <clears throat> this past weekend as, as a normal person per does, use. as per usual, ended up at the club. In Chicago, Studio Paris. Just wanted to dance. Just wanted to dance with the boys. Like you know that bit. feeling. Uh, so, like, we had, like, a table or whatever. And my friend was like, yo, okay, it's like, we should go grab some girls. Like, dude, we don't need girls. I just want to dance, man. But he's like, all right, let's go girls. I was like, fine, dude. Uh, so, anyway, uh, apparently I was the ringleader. So, we were, like, we're walking up the girls. And, like, this sounds all very sketchy. But, like, we were just trying to get people to come and, like, hang out with us, whatever. This is your way uh, of socializing. This is how I uh, socialize. Yeah. And, uh, basically, I just, I just walked. I had this thing where I really liked the quote air plane the movie airplane from like the 80s or 90s really funny movie but there's this line in it um that i repeat all the time and i just walked up to this girl i was like hey excuse me do you like movies about gladiators and she's like what <laughs> like, do you like movies about gladiators and she's like, like what anyway totally flopped she was like <laughs> get the fuck out of my face it's like all right bye anyway i just i th- i thought it was funny i it, it was the first thing that popped into my head i'm never one to be like hello darling like let me get you uh, like, let me court it's, you it's freaking stupid i just wanted Not to be funny club. and again i just want to dance uh so i said that anyway really silly example but like that was the first thing that popped into my head i mean admittedly i was a little nervous to say because it it's a stupid thing to say but i just did it and like that showed the most well corny but the most authentic you because you just want to come up with gladiators like that was that would yes. definitely not be a topic i would come up with right talking to someone else <laughs> but gladiators came into your head you liked airplanes i don't know if you were feeling like airplane. i don't know I've what got, that means i've got a whole list of other funny things I that just, i say all the time and that was the first one that popped into my head yeah it's a silly example but i think like the rule i think is 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 awesome because it encourages it encourages immediate action the mm-hmm. first thought the first feeling you have when faced with an opportunity an event a person you know that's your most authentic you which is a little concerning if that's my most authentic me but we'll 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 move that aside well we learned something new about you <laughs> yeah, so and you I, learned I love something new about, about gladiators there you I love go. movies about gladiators Anyway, so that's silly. But um, so that was one example. And then um, a little bit more serious. But today, you know, to keep things really timely, today is Thursday. This is really tomorrow. Uh, I was at the office today for a long time from eight until five. Doesn't sound that long, but I was in one room from eight until five. We had this like executive summit with all of our C-suite people, COO, CRO, whatever. And I was in the room with all of them. We were talking about all these different aspects of our business. And I just remember, you know, thinking back to last year, call it last year, being in that same room with the same people and not saying a word because I would sit there and be like, hey, like these people are really senior. They're all much older than me. I don't really have the right to be inputting my opinion because I, I only have six years experience in this industry, in this sales role. Like I need a little bit more to add value to this conversation. And today was way different. I was a chatty Kathy and like probably wouldn't shut up and people probably wanted me to, to, to leave. And I had a lot of coffee <laughs> and it was great. But I talked a lot. And honestly, I hope it was valuable. But it was really in line with this idea of urgency. Like mm-hmm. not only... Is the five second rule encourage you to to act? But then the whole idea of just speaking and having your voice be heard or taking action is it it brings experiences into your life so that you do have valuable things to say or do. And just from this experience, like I'm much more comfortable, confident. I have opinions that make sense. So just like from that experience alone, like I think it it like 
I I don't want to sit around anymore. I don't want to wait two years before I think that I'm ready to talk to a CEO or CRO. That's silly. Like I'm ready right now. I might not be 100% ready, but I'm 50% ready. And that's enough for me. And I can have those conversations. And but I'm if sure you weren't ready for who you were supposed to be, then you probably would have been passive. You probably just would have allowed whatever to come your way. And you would have been kind of groggy and not enthusiastic and it wouldn't have been fun. And then you would have been dreading the meetings all day. And you actually came to yourself and your personality and you made it a lot more fun. And that's right. probably why you've done so well in your job, because you are known as kind of the I, I think let's rephrase that company, but company the, the company clown. Hey, like. <laughs> make me a bicycle clown thank you yeah uh yeah maybe we could rephrase that a little bit but i honestly i agree with you like um i have enthusiasm for learning mm-hmm. and that portrays itself in being really impatient Hey, real quick this episode is sponsored by hero bread and something i'm into lately As simple as it sounds is toast, a nice toasted piece of bread. So simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. Hey, real quick. This episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. And I can't say if you're listening that you need to be this way. I think you should, but I don't, not everyone's like enthusiastic about things. I, it's a personality difference. It's a lean forward, lean back thing. So if you're sitting there and you'd be like, this is, this is good advice, but like, I just can't see myself like pushing myself to do this. I think there's people who are like, you know, we go through life making decisions with just kind of medium amount of enthusiasm. We're kind of passive and we just take whatever life throws our way. We need to find a way to make ourselves more enthusiastic. And I don't have a a great solution. I think the five second rule 
is a great way to force yourself to do that. I do kind of have a game that I heard about one time. Okay, so try to roll with me right here. So whenever someone says, I'll say a series of a couple of random words, we did not go over this before. So when I say these random words, what is the first thing that comes to mind? Or what is the first word that comes to mind little, for little you? Little word association, okay. I, I don't know, I'll just show your okay. personality, how you think, where you are. Okay, here we go. Okay, ready? First okay. one, cooking. Don't, or Chipotle, Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> no cooking. Language. Uh, Chinese. Chinese. Oh, is that when just you went to China? See, I would have thought of Portuguese because of okay, sure like, okay. right. Did you just say something in Chinese? Mukli, Indian. If anyone's listening, I'm going to be super embarrassed. Yeah, because <laughs> I took Chinese. Yeah, so, okay. Um, what's one for you? Uh, pineapple. <laughs> I'm staring Creepy. at pineapple. Creepy. I'm <laughs> looking around your apartment right now and there's about 50 different colored pineapples. Too many pineapples. Too many so pineapples. creepy. Before I would have said juicy, but now I say creepy. <laughs> ceramic, you. ceramic you, you pineapples. You kind of ruined it for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's a cool exercise. I think, yeah, so that's cool. I mean, like, you think about the five-second rule. You think about whatever pops into your head. Well, not, some people are kind of immune to what pops into their head. You're so used to blocking it. I think that exercise, while, while silly, is you, something always pops into your head. We might block it naturally, but I think if you just... Kind of loosen up, a little loosey goose. Like you can Have tap a glass into of wine, that. Let it just kind of flow. Or a little pre-workout. There you like go. Just go. What? We're not encouraging <laughs> substance use or whatever. I'm just saying, like you, whatever. There's a way to tap into your head and listen to what you're saying. And the fact that we have these reactions to words or people or things is a reflection of that. So if if your reaction, everything that we just said is, ah, I don't know, man, I. I Nothing really pops into my head or I'm not I'm not getting any vibrations. I think you need to try a little bit harder, like maybe do a, a word association just to prove to yourself that if you see something, hear something, see someone like there's an immediate reaction. And when it comes to an opportunity to progress yourself, some aspect of your life, there is an immediate reaction to things and you should chase that if you can. Right. And I'm, I'm talking little things right here. Right. These are little silly things we're talking about. But I think uh, I think. This applies to much larger things, right? Yeah, but we just created a space for it to be fun, for it to be open and open-minded. And I think the space that we're in a lot of the times is really important for creating that. So if you're at the club and that that environment allows you to be loose and think freely, then awesome. Put yourself in that space. Step and one. For me, sometimes it's to be at the gym and I just need to be loose and be in that space. And that's what makes me comfortable. Yes. So it you'll 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 never fully be ready to expose yourself to who you really are, in, in my opinion. And I have found myself to realize a lot of things about me when I'm in environments that are most comfortable or actually most uncomfortable. Let's, let's talk about that. So I think that's really good. That's like a headline right there. Like, you'll never be ready, right? These are silly little examples. You'll never be ready to make a fool out of yourself at the club, whatever. Let's talk about like big life decisions. Like, you'll never be ready to move to get married to quit your job things like like big things like you're never going to be ready for those things but you need to be have a little bit of a sense of urgency to test those waters to see if you are and alexis is great you're great i'm referring you to third person now but like let's let's talk about <laughs> your great. let's talk about your experience here because yeah. i don't have this experience i still mm -hmm. i'm in the corporate world i'm yes. i work for the man yes. but you don't Talk a little bit of just like quick background and like what was your mindset when you left? This is great actually because I got a couple of DMs from last week and 
you know, what, what started my pursuit into where I am today and whatnot. And one of the catalysts to that was quitting my corporate job. And I realized after I was in my corporate job, I relocated for it about 14 hours away from home. And I started and two weeks in, I was like, oh my gosh, is this everything I worked for for the past 16 years? And I realized it wasn't me, but I committed myself to it for 12 months. I had to stick through it. And towards even towards the end of that, I was working on just different crazy miscellaneous activities, businesses. I, I started so many different things. I created so many different business plans to go towards what I wanted to do or what I thought brought me happiness. And at the end of those 14 months, I actually went to my boss and I left my job. It was before I told anyone I made the decision by myself as an executive decision. And I didn't 110% feel ready, but it was 75%. And that was enough for me to go and pursue just kind of like jump off a cliff and, and really learn to fly on the way down. And I have a really good quote that I love to associate with this that really carried me through the whole journey, actually. And it's by Richard Branson. And it's if someone offers you an amazing opportunity, but you're not sure you could do it yet, say yes, and then learn how to do it later. So hop on the spaceship, hop on the plane and Take a seat, strap in. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think that's so true. And like, obviously, I don't have the perspective from like quitting my job and like working full time on the podcast or something like that. I've quit many uh, jobs. And I think the like biggest thing that prevents you from, you know, take from not realizing that you'll never be ready is just overthinking things. Mm -hmm. I think for sure. I think it's being a worst case scenario kind of person. So if we're talking here about being impatient and we're talking about impediments to actually receiving the benefits of being impatient, I think you need to have, I say it in every show, but a glass half full mentality towards, you know, not well, what if to, well, what if like that's Absolutely. like that. I think oh, that's yeah. the kind of mentality that you need to have. And again, I don't have experience here with quitting my nine to five to do something big and bold, like work on pursuit or new mindset. I don't have it yet. But like, how, how did you prevent yourself from just like thinking yourself in circles? Because I talk to people all the time that are like, I'm not happy with this. And and I, I usually encourage them to quit. But I you don't really know what that I, but looks I don't. like. So like, how, yeah. did, how did you do it? How did you prevent yourself from just like thinking yourself into the ground? Well, after the two weeks, I, the first two weeks, I realized I didn't really care for it. The next 14 months, I worked on so many different things that, again, brought me happiness and that I was curious about. And so after that, I built up so many things. I succeeded in many of those side jobs, side endeavors. And after that, I, I kind of came around to being like, I can do this full time once I'm able to commit a nine to five to me instead of a nine to five in a corporate setting. But that was a huge leap of faith that yeah. I took. Yeah. I think <laughs> I was talking, I was talking to someone the other day. I forget. I was talking to someone about, you know, she was like thinking about moving mm. and I was like, well, why don't you do it? And she said that, you know, how like she didn't want to do it and then realize that she made the wrong decision. And I was like, okay, but there, you just said it. Like you'll realize if you made the wrong decision and then you can make another decision. Or you could just move back if you yeah. feel like if you want, especially moving somewhere. Like I've made a couple impulse decisions where one of the times I was I was trying out for Ultra Angels, you know, the music festival. I know you like oh, EDM. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I was trying, I, I wanted to try out for it. I was like, oh, you know, I, I've been a gymnast my whole life, not really a dancer. And these Ultra Angels competitions, it was coming up for auditions. And it was three weeks out. And again, I don't really have a dance background. And I was like, oh, I'm kind of curious to do that. So I just bought a plane ticket and I booked it. And then for the next three weeks, I practiced it and I tried it the whole time. I was so excited, so happy. But again, 
to the point I took a leap of faith and I was like, this is this what this is what seems to be me right now. So I'm going to go pursue that. And if it doesn't work, awesome. I could just go back home with an experience. But if it does work, I learned something That's new. And freaking I freaking awesome. What, hap- so what happened? Finish it. I made top 10. I made it through Boom. four rounds of eliminations and all these girls were professional dancers. And they asked me where I danced and how long. And I just kind of. That's so cool. Brushed into a casual thing. That's freaking, that's freaking <laughs> awesome. That's that's so cool. I mean, I think fun. to like kind of wrap up. I mean, I think the point from the big, we'll do the big things, get back to little things and close. I think like big things wise is like trust yourself enough to make some kind of decision right now in the present. And if you're worried about like, oh, how will I know if I made the right decision in the future or maybe it was the wrong decision in the future. I think the same way that you're trusting yourself right now to make a decision, you need to trust yourself down the line that you'll realize if it's right or wrong. And then to your point, you can go back, you can go somewhere else. Like you have that ability, like mm-hmm. quitting, let's say quitting your job. I've quit several jobs, moved to other jobs. Well, quitting your jobs is scary, but I did it left and right real fast because I knew that if I hopped in a new job and it wasn't right, I can go somewhere else. It's fear of leaving what you had behind. Sure. But like, I'm just so adamant for new perspective that like it overrides fear of moving something behind. And not everyone's the same way. Mm-hmm. But I think what I do have that everyone can have is just enthusiasm for finding that out. I have like FOMO, if I f- personal FOMO, like FOMO of Case Kenny not going to realize something unless I try it myself. And then just the confidence to know that I'm aware enough to realize if it was right or wrong. And what was the first time looking? What did the first time look like? Because I feel like the first time is always the hardest, but we need to do those small things to gain the confidence to be able to do more. So what was that first time you quit look like? I mean, I, I quit my first agency job here in Chicago and it was really terrifying because this was in 2010, 2010 or 11. And it was tough to get a, a job then reasonably. Mm-hmm. And like it took so much effort to get that job to quit that job. I was like, well, man, it took me a year to get this job interviewing, interviewing all this stuff. And then to leave that behind. Did you have something lined up or yeah, did you just I, I had an just, offer oh, okay, and okay, a pay okay. bump and it was, it was, okay. it was great, but like you're still leaving something behind and Absolutely. who knows if the company that I went to was going to collapse and fold. And then it was the same when I quit that and moved into sales. Like that's a big bump. Like I don't, I don't know anything about sales. Like I could be horrible and I could just get fired. Like I'm leaving behind an easy job that paid me, you know, nice money. Mm-hmm. But uh, what made you want to go to that next step though? Because again, becoming who you were, were you not happy with where you were at? Or you were like, oh, I'm curious about the skill. What was, did that was, look like? Towards- it was curiosity, it was curiosity. Curi- curi- enthusiasm and curiosity. And mm-hmm. I think people might like, oh, that's, that's not, that's kind of nearsighted. You're just kind of being impulsive and acting on your curiosities. But when you're 23, 33 i still think even 33 i think you should still listen to that because otherwise you're going to settle for something and that's great if you're comfortable but again say it every episode i don't want to be 60 or 70 and look back and be like ah you know i had so much more opportunity if i had just been a little bit more spontaneous impulsive impatient any of those words i think it just being brings really good things in your life and you have better stories after even if you I saw many better stories so and there's so much more funny and you can say hey i did this one time and then your grandkids are gonna be looking at you and be like wow you're such a cool grandfather there you you're go. Be like i'm if, the cool g-pa if nothing wow. you'll at least have cool <laughs> stories and you'll be entertaining at the, the at thanksgiving thanksgiving is coming up so yes. maybe that'll be good cool all right so let's let's wrap it up we hit 24 minutes yeah so i think that was great i hope you guys enjoyed that i think we just want to encourage you to just just act. Take the five-second rule to heart. Go to the club. Ask about uh, movies about gladiators. Whatever gladiators. pops in your head. 
do your thing. Uh, I think you're going to get a lot out of it. So that's it for the show. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at case.kenny. And follow me at Alexis Quateria. We'll put it in the show notes. Cool. That's it. So until next episode, we're out. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. REMAX agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.